This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Next item on the to-do list. Davey Martinez told reporters before the, I think it was the doubleheader on Tuesday. Tuesday night, yeah. So the penultimate day of the season that he plans on bringing his entire staff back. Uh, That's pitching, that's hitting, that's base coaches, everybody. Um, You know, I haven't done enough digging yet, to be frank, um, as maybe I should. But just anecdotally speaking, I'm not a big Jim Hickey guy with a young pitching staff. Uh, I don't think their young pitchers got better this year, specifically Josiah Gray. Um, I don't think you've seen development. This is a, a, a issue, frankly, in the organization for many years. But you know, specifically this year, uh, Jim Hickey's a, a longtime pitching coach. You've seen him with the Cubs, with some veterans, the Rays, with some veterans. Fine enough job. You know, pitching coaches, hitting coaches in general, are more there to you know tell you, hey, I think you're flying open, or try this. I mean, they're not cure alls, right? This is not the, the fixer that everyone thinks probably. But I, I do think you have a really nice opportunity with all this young arms they're going to be developing to go get a forethinker, you know, to go get someone. It doesn't have to be, you know, someone who works for Kyle Bodie at driveline necessarily. But, I mean, you see a bunch of teams going to, like, Vanderbilt and grabbing pitching coaches or, you know, these baseball factory schools around the country where uh, people have been developing young arms for years. They get drafted in the first round. That's what I want to do. I want to be on the cutting edge. I, I want to go to you know this one of these pitching warehouses where everyone's into the the uh, edutronic cameras and the uh, Rapsodo machines and and go get some thirty two year old guy who fizzled out in the minor league six years ago who's now a pitching savant. Uh, they don't seem interested in that. They, they've gone the opposite, uh, you know, over the years. I can't even remember the guy's name from the Cardinals who they fired in season. Um, you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, d- d- the, the, the army of pitching coaches. Damn, I'll think of his name in a second. Not Mike Maddox, but no, it's no, the no. other guy. This was just a few years yeah. ago. But he came over from St. Louis. They fired him a few weeks in. Uh, then they promoted their own pitching coach from the minor leagues. And, you know, it's, it's just kind of been like lifers one after another. Um, it's, it's just not the way I would go with this. You know, I, Derek I Lilliquist? Lilliquist, exactly right. Um, and they, they blew out Lilliquist a couple of weeks into the season, who was kind of similar, in my opinion, to Hickey, just like a, an old school, you know, yell from the dugout kind of guy. I and remember, just, we spoke to a player. I want to go in a different direction. Yeah, you remember, we spoke to a player during that Lilliquist time where that player ended up being the people's best pitching coach. Like, he would notice stuff that, that the coach wouldn't, because the coach is, Bulldog out there, ice your arm when you're done, run a pole. Right, and and he's the guy that's noticing this mechanical thing, or this tell, or this grip, or, or whatever else. And a lot of times, these guys, it was a veteran rotation, veteran bullpen, veteran everything. They were their own kind of best, uh, you know, critics or fixers or or, or whatever. So, I, I'm with you. Generally, the metrics here for success for a coaching staff, we're used to you know 90 plus wins. We're used to you know. Uh, Hopefully having a great tactician come postseason time, you know, don't see Matt Williams or Dusty Baker for that. But for the, for this team, what were the metrics that we're looking for success? Development of young players. Anybody feel like we got that? Did anybody feel like as the season went, Luis Garcia's uh, swing discipline got better? Did anybody feel like, uh, you know, I don't know, Victor Robles figured out anything at any point in time? 
Did Josiah Gray still fly open and miss uh, arm side up and out constantly when he wasn't going well? Yeah. So, again, you don't you, you, you never know. If you're playing young kids, sometimes that's what's just going to happen, period, end of story. Sometimes it's coaching's not doing the job. I, I just you never know where to play the 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 blame the place the uh the, the 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 lion's share of the blame if you're making a delicious plain pie. To me, I would have a hard time just re-racking it. I that's just that's how I feel about it. I I, well, I just have, as a general rule, like you can't say, oh you lost hundred X amount of games. You, you gotta do something different. But it was the way they lost. Their base running was terrible. Their fielding was mostly bad. Like yes, you you can be bad with a bad collection of players by design, but it was kind of like worse than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and again, it's, it, this is more of a feel thing than a data point thing, right? Because let's say this group was maximized. Everything was perfect. Everybody performed to their optimal. They still lose 95, 96 games. You know, they're still at the bottom of this division, towards the bottom of the league. But, but who and, and got else. a lot better as and, the year went on? That's kind of what I'm. That's what I'm trying to hammer here. GP is. And I know I'm kind of plucking out examples, but your veterans, your Carl Edwardses, had their renaissance years. Your, uh, I don't, your Kyle Finnegan's, your Tanner Rainey's guys were were okay. Your Rainey's been hurt all year. Well, you know what I mean. Like when he yeah. when he was pitching, he was he was pretty good. I, I guess what I mean is the 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 key to this phase that we're in right now is can you see the light at the end of the tunnel for all these young kids that. Are coming up here getting their teeth kicked in at the major league level right can you see development can you see a a a, a situation where victor robles is the the prince that was promised can you see a guy at the top of the order stealing 30 bags playing great defense in center field hitting 16 to 20 homers and being a force i certainly can't How, what you know player is, is under, that his fault or is it they haven't developed him i don't know what player under like 28 exceeded expectations i guess would be my question you know this year or made leaps and bounds improvements as the year went on. I don't, I don't specifically take issue with any one coach. I mean, philosophically speaking, again, I would go in a different direction with the pitching coach spot because I would just be doing something completely different. Legitimately, like I would yeah. go to Tennessee right now, where everyone throws 105, and where they got all kinds of unique programs. You go to a, go to a JC where guys that are left over are throwing a hundred, <laughs> right? And I would say, hey, pitching coach for the Volunteers, you're now my pitching coach. You know, I would just be doing. You know, I would go to Driveline and say, all right, who's your biggest genius that's not named Kyle Bodie? Come with me. Uh, that's kind of what it, how I'm thinking about this thing at this point, but. Uh, yeah, Tim Bogar, the bench coach, is what you know. He's fine in his role. He and Davey get along very well. Good relationship. Darnell Cole's their hitting coach, uh, and then Jim Hickey, the pitching coach at first base. Ey Junior, I, you know, you don't really notice first base coaches a ton. I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on that. I will say at third base, you know, for years we talked about how many guys uh, they got thrown out at home. Because Bob Senley, oh Bob Senley, uh, real name Bob Henley, but uh, we called him Bob Senley, uh, would just get guys thrown out at the plate. I mean, I, anecdotally, I think DeSarcina was just as bad or worse. <laughs> I mean, they, they got a ton of guys thrown out at home plate uh, over the course of the year. But just to run it back is is really interesting, and, and maybe it won't be that way. I mean, Davey said he's going to bring all the staff back. You know, it might not be entirely up to him. You know, he was asked, and he says, "Yeah, I'm bringing my guys back." Maybe Rizzo or someone with right, the maybe org there's a convo. Yeah. steps in and goes, hey, I, I know you said you wanted to bring them back. And especially if there's new ownership grants. Sorry to cut you off. But if that may be an organizational edict. That may be a, we're going to send a message to the fan base that this is not going to be tolerated. Something like that. You may have one of those you know, type ownership groups come in. We don't know. That's a good point by you. Uh, all right. How about 
Steven Strasburg. Why don't we get into him for a second? Uh, they don't know what's going to happen with Steven Strasburg in 2023. It doesn't sound like Strasburg knows what's going to happen in 2023. Um I'll read a couple of quotes here. Some of these made national attention and via the AP. Um, Mike Rizzo talking about Strasburg said, It's still a bit of a mystery. I know that he's working hard strengthening his core and the other parts of his body. We're just going to have to see. With the type of surgery and rehab that he's had, it's unfamiliar to us. It's unfamiliar to a lot of people. We're going to have to take it day by day. Strasburg's 34 years old. He's thrown a total of 31 innings and made eight starts over the past three years since being the hero of the World Series run and winning World Series MVP and getting a seven-year, $245 million contract, which he'll be going into year four of that deal next year. Another quote from Rizzo, we'll have to see where the rehab process takes us later on in the winter. We're going to monitor him. He's local, so we'll see him all the time, and we'll see where he's going into spring training mode. I would just love somehow, some way for Strauss to come forward and say, hey, guys, I'm going to go my separate way here. It's been yeah. a good run. Just from a financial standpoint, it would benefit the team. But that's obviously up to him. He's earned the right to do whatever he wants. He's had a hell of a career, a 3.24 ERA for his career. I think he's you know close to 50 games over 500 in his career as well uh, for win-loss people out there. And again, without him, they don't win the World Series. So do you, man, whatever it is that you want to do. Eat some delicious steaks in Tyson's Corner and, uh, you know, rehab. But Yeah, I'd show up once a month, jog pole to pole, you know, do go through the motions for $35 bucks a year. Anybody that says they wouldn't, good for you, I suppose. But, uh, yeah. but it's just got to be a little bit of a pain in the ass for him at this point, I would think. Sure, to, it's no fun. I mean, to, you, to be rehabbing all you want your pitch, life. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it, so think about it. It's basically... Yes. Two and a half, maybe even three years in a row where he's just been rehabbing to pitch without any of the fun or the results that right. he wants. It's painstaking and it stinks. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's made easier by a paycheck with so many commas and zeros. Um, I, I would say, I'll say this. When you hear words, we're talking medical stuff like mystery and we'll just figure it out day to day and hope. Ominous at best. Think about the way they outline it. And they, they caught a ton of flack for this. Nobody cared when they did it with Jordan Zimmerman when they weren't any good. But every, the whole world, the whole sporting world cared. GP, how many radio stations did you and I go on explaining to host after host after host after hot taker, yes, they're absolutely going to shut him down because it's the best medical practice that they have. They have a playbook that they've run before. It's medical stuff. It's not you know, uh, anything other than that. I mean, it's, it's a very simple deal. They they have this thing that they believe, whether they're right or not, time will tell, certainly, in terms of how he responds or the, the length of his career or whatever. But, yes, this is exactly what's going on. They had a plan. They had a course of events. This is how they did TJ. They they felt like they knew something. I'm sure they've, you know, updated and adapted and, and, and changed some things over time as they've gotten more data available. Mike Rizzo has said this. We've heard a couple hints at this. The key is as follows. There's just no data. There's just no precedent. They've got no roadmap, no potential, no milestones they're looking for, no tracker, no way to say this is working, this isn't working. They're just going to try a couple things and then wait a month. They're going to try something else and wait another two months just to see if he can pick up a baseball and throw it pain-free. That article in the Washington Post 
about how he can only be comfortable when he's lying down with his right hand pressed to his chest, and he has to teach himself to do things left-handed. Did not sound like a guy that's going to be ready to take the ball at spring training to give you 180 innings. It just didn't. It it sounded like a guy that's never going to pitch again. Right. I'm not a doctor. I know nothing. I'm just a pudgy idiot that loves talking about sports and baseball. But you see enough stories, you read enough words, and again, those words of mystery and, you know, kind of we'll figure it out, oh my God, does that sound like just an absolute yoke hanging around the neck of this team? Yeah, if you guys uh, want more intel on that surgery he had and on thoracic outlet syndrome in general, you should go back and listen to our podcast with Cole Henry. It was several episodes ago, going back a few weeks. But, uh, Darius, maybe you can give people the name of the pod um, that they can look up. But Cole Henry, who had the exact same procedure, came on and actually broke the news on our show that he was going to have that procedure. But he went into great detail about the recovery and and how it all works. Uh, And it's available in our podcast feed here. So you should definitely go check it out. And, uh, Darius, when you find it, just let me know uh, which episode that was. People can look up. But just search for uh, Cole Henry's name. Uh, in the podcast feed, and you'll find it. Uh, I, I wanted to go through some of the uh, players on the team, Danny, and I wanted to play a little game called Yes, No, or It's Complicated. So we're going to run through mm. the players, and it, this is a simple question. Should they be on the team next year? Yes, no, or it's complicated? And if there, if we have a disagreement or if something's complicated, we can explain. But otherwise, we'll just keep it moving. Let's go for it. Cesar Hernandez. No. I'll say no. Lane Thomas. Yes. I'll say yes. Victor Robles. No. I'll say it's complicated. I, uh, I'm good. I, I, I understand your point. I am too. This is, this is my weird cross to bear. I'm over the top on this. I, I have no patience left. The organization shouldn't listen to me here. Not that they should ever listen to me, but especially on this one. He makes me so mad. I'm so fed up. It, it lessens my enjoyment of baseball games, knowing that he's out there. Knowing I that don't he's know about why, to get thrown out on the base path. I don't know why he, 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 he has this weird limp when he jogs. Like, everything about him. And he's a very nice dude. You sound like a married man who now hates the sound of your wife's voice. Uh, you know? th- this, this is where I am with him. Every mannerism he has, every bat, every... Everything he does bothers me. Yeah, we talked a lot about him the last couple of weeks, so we don't need to now. But uh, my it's complicated, as we've discussed, is only because you're going to have to find another really good defensive center fielder. Yep. And if you could do that, then you can replace him. And I would not be upset at all if that happened. I'm, I'm not married to him. I also am annoyed and would love for them to move on. But, I mean, there's some other things they got to do. Nelson Cruz. No. No. Kbert Ruiz. Yes. Yes. Michael Franco. No. Well, he's out of the organization, I guess, anyway. <laughs> but, no. but but especially no again. Uh, <laughs> but especially no. <laughs> Yadiel Hernandez. No. I'll say yes, whatever, 35. Now, you know what? You got DHs already. Uh-huh. You got Manessis now, and you, you got Luke Ford. Great recommendation. Thank you for the time. Uh, Luis Garcia. Yes. Yes. Joey Manessis. Yes. Yes. Ildemaro Vargas. No. Yes. Uh, he could give you some help in the infield off the bench, hopefully. I mean, he hit a little bit. He could, and and I, I'm a little too harsh when I say no. I'm looking to do better there. I want an everyday third baseman. Well, I'm expecting I, I they're going to you know be a hundred type loss team again next you, year. If if, if, that, if that's if that's the route they go, then then I change my answer to yes. Uh, I'm expecting a new ownership group to come in and try to make some endearing moves to make people nice. excited. I mean, the, the timeline's got to get going here. You're right and about that. To, we've heard nothing like Leontis's right. group or someone would have to buy the team probably in two and a half months. To, You're right. And by then, free agency's already started. Uh, Luke Voigt, I'll say yes. yes, I guess. I mean, I, I would try to trade him, to be honest with you. Um, but no problem if he's back. 
Riley Adams? Yes. Sure, why not? Backup catcher. Uh, or, or even, you know, on the train back and forth to AAA, mm-hmm. whatever you need to do. Getting his miles up. Uh, C.J. Abrams is obviously yes. a yes. Alex Call? <sighs> it's complicated. I'll, I'll I'll say no. I mean, I, you could find another guy like Alex Call. Right. Alex Call will be available. You know what I mean? Um, anyone else here interesting? I, I don't think there's anyone else kind of worth, as far as bats, worth discussing. Let's go to the pitching side really quickly. JoJo's a yes. yes. Corbin's a yes for money reasons. Fetty? Yes. Yes, I you, agree. You need, you need, I'm hoping he's their number six, their number seven. Oh, geez. That'd you know be what great. I mean? That's my hope. That'd be great. Sure to add it up, right? He might start on opening night. Uh, Paolo Espino, I'll say no. No. Good. Seashick, no. No. Finnegan, yes. Yes. Erasmo, no. Uh, no. It's I, no, I'll say it's complicated. Okay. I mean, you know, every day, Eddie, my, if he's my 10th bullpen guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just worried that he's going to pitch 70 times and be a pitcher of the <laughs> again, year again. you mean? Yeah. Carl Edwards, absolutely. Yes. Yohan Adon, yes. Yeah. Uh, Anibal Sanchez, no. no. Andres Machado, sure. Okay. I'm fine with him being like my seventh reliever. Uh, Corey Abbott, no. Nope. Victor Arano, nope. No. Hunter Harvey. Hunter Harvey, hell yeah. That's a hell yeah. That's a, that's a Stone Cold Steve Austin hell yeah. <laughs> 43 punches and 38 innings. I'll bet he can pound some beer, speaking of Stone Cold. Uh, 33 hits allowed in 38 innings. Uh, Jordan Weems, yes. Yes. Rainey, yes. Yes. Mason Thompson. Uh, yes for me. Mason Thompson, yes. Uh, Tatro, yes. Lee, yes. Cavalli, yes. Anybody else worth talking about there? That's my list right there. I think you covered it. All right, so that's just kind of a feel of, of where we're at on, on the roster. A lot of young guys get yeses, a lot of old guys get noes, pretty much. <laughs> that's, um, that's your theme right there, right? 